It doesn't matter if you're a beginner or a professional musician, or you just want to start a podcast with your friends. PreSonus Audio Electronics has the gear you need to make your vision become a reality. Their latest USB audio interface, the AudioBox Go, is the perfect vehicle to help create your vision. Ultra affordable, surprisingly powerful, and even small enough to fit into your pocket. The AudioBox Go gives you all the connections you need to record on the move or in your home studio. Whether you're recording a guitar riff at rehearsal or a full-length solo album in your bedroom, you'll have all the tools you need to create like a pro right from the start. Compatible with both computers and mobile devices, the AudioBox Go is perfect for anyone who wants to get started recording fast. For more information on where you can get the AudioBox Go, visit presonus.com and it will lead you in the right direction to make those dreams a reality. PreSonus Audio Electronics, proud sponsors of the ABV Podcast. Creating a craft beer universe in a craft beer desert is no easy task. But somehow, Pelican Craft Brands has managed to do that right here in Louisiana by partnering up with local craft breweries or bringing in some of the best names in the national craft beer brewery scene. Pelican Craft Brands has established a great selection for all of you local craft beer drinkers. Make sure you're following them on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest additions to their portfolio or simply visit pelicancraftbrands.com. Government Taco right here in Baton Rouge is your place to get the most creative and delicious tacos in the entire city. The Clucks and Balances, the Steak of the Union, the Filibuster, all of these are fantastic. Don't forget about their bar snacks, the Yucca Fries, and don't forget about their incredible happy hour specials Monday through Saturday, 3 p.m. until 6 p.m., except on Thursdays, where it's happy hour all day long. For more information, make sure you visit governmenttaco.com. Craft beer drinkers are very specific about what they want to pour their craft beer into. And the glassware for you is at hopsinthehollows.com. It doesn't matter what style or design you're looking for, Cliff has you covered at hopsinthehollows.com. You want some glasses with Joe Burrow featured on them, whether in LSU colors or Cincinnati Bengal colors? He's got you covered. Maybe you're a Star Wars fan. Maybe you're a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out fan. Or simply want a glass with the Hops in the Hollow logo on it, Cliff has you covered. Make sure to check him out at hopsinthehollow.com. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We love drinking them and we love talking about them too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. All right, now back to the, back to the bourbon. All right. This thing is insane. So this one is a, a mindful. So, all right, this is Woodford Reserve Double Up. Yeah, this is not your jam. No. Okay, go, go on. Go on. Yeah, I want to hear more now. So what's cool about this, it's Woodford Reserve, which everybody, if you're uh, past the beginner stage of wood, uh, bourbon, you think Woodford Reserve is kind of meh. You're like, okay, that was cool. Like, it's always like one they have at a bar. Yeah. You start drinking Woodford. It's a $30, $35 bottle. So you think, oh, it's quality bourbon. And then... But you move on from it very quickly. Same with like Maker's Mark. Um, so what Woodford did to get back in the game is they released the Double Oak. So it's Woodford that they finish in a newly toasted barrel. Okay. So it's giving the Double Oak means that it's finished in a second barrel, and this one is an, an extra choke. Actually, it's not toasted. I think it is charred, but it's it's a charred four. It doesn't matter. So it's Double Oak. So it's charred. It's in a new unused barrel that's finished in. So this is like the ultimate, ultimate oak. You're getting like really woody, getting some tobacco. Yes. I get like, um, I get the tobacco. Like on the nose, it's like leather, vanilla. Dude, I was about to ask is like, if I say leathery, is that right? Like no, literally I was about to ask that. I get that on this. You know, like the the Ron Swanson uh, rich mahogany, like that's what yeah, this yeah. is basically. Mahogany. I like this. Mm-hmm. Clay, why don't you like this? What, what's turning you off on this one? So what I've liked a lot in bourbon so far are lighter notes. Okay. And 
This yeah. is not everything. It. About this <laughs> is the opposite the, of that. Yeah, this hits you in the back. And I should say, I should say, I don't, I don't dislike this. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if I had access to a bottle of this, if this were a, bur- a barrel pick that I had access to through Bourbon Society of Baton Rouge, I would buy one. Yeah. And it's a good, it's great. But this is just not. I mean, not it's your normal not, thing. It's just not what I've what I, in the. Two weeks, I've really enjoyed bourbon. This is not what I really <laughs> began to enjoy. So maybe this is something I enjoy uh, as I as I learn more bourbon. I love this. Uh, but this, this is, is really good. So a lot in the mouth. This is it's lower proof, so you're gonna taste more, and it's higher oak, and just like all the flavors from all that. So you're gonna, you're just gonna get more of that without the like. Spice on the end, and without the, um, yeah. I mean, I, by all means, it's more leathery, tobaccoy, mm-hmm. mahogany, yeah. more more corn, and it's less spice and less overproofed. Just like and yes, yeah, ethanol juice. Nothing against it or anything. I just it's just not what I like right now. So sure. Um, and I I think that goes back to what we were saying earlier. Drink what you like. If you yeah. like something, drink it. For sure. I mean, I, I think that it's definitely not for everybody. If you don't like a really strong flavors, it's not what you want. I can tell you that now. It's strong flavored, but then it's also compared to some of these higher proof ones, like it kind of just finishes like well, the orange juice or something. Right? Like it doesn't have that burn. A little bit, yeah. It doesn't have that potency mm-hmm. on the back yeah. end. You know, it just kind of goes down. What I think is really interesting about this is if 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 you're trying to if you're trying to tell somebody about bourbon, like I have friends now who I'm bragging about my bourbon obsession now, right? And so if you had to tell somebody and they're like, "Oh, it's just bourbon, bourbon's bourbon," and you Wrong. made them taste that, they would go, "Okay, I guess it can get pretty different." Yeah. You know, like, well, I see what you're saying. You can, different. You yeah. can definitely show super different with this because if somebody tastes this next to. Some of these other ones that we've had. You could add Coke to that, like Diet Coke to that, and you you would still taste all that smoky probably. I mean, you'd still notice that it's so different than Jack Daniels and Coke. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. That, that smoky, oaky flavor. Yeah. I, w- I would agree with that. But it's... And we haven't talked about color. It's very obvious that that's... Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's super dark. It's dark. Color. Rich. Rich. color. I mean that. It's just very. <laughs> yeah, it's a great color. I love it. That is yeah. a beautiful color, David. You said it, the the double oak, the Woodford Reserve double oaked. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's spending a lot of its time. I mean, is it is it truly a different a, a two barrel de- yes. aging process? Yeah. So once it's done, generally it's between six eight years old. They put it back into. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, it's a four char. So it's one mm-hmm. char. Deeper than the normal free trial for most oak. Okay. Um, and they let it finish for about three months. Okay. So it just gives it this etcher. So it's hard. That's what you're saying, like back yeah. into a fresh barrel. Yeah. That, but like a darker char and yeah. fresh barrel at the end of its life. Yeah. So it gives it to just really just oak it up. Oak. Okay. And which for me, I I like oak. Oak is one of my favorite. See that? Um, yeah. Profiles, you know, like some none of these. This is by far the most oak. Everything else is not very oaky. I don't think that brought today, just because it's a it's a profile that most people is, aren't. Is that into. the only double oak? Yes. That you have? Okay. Yeah, most people that? just aren't into it. Like I yeah. love it, but I know a I'm lot digging of people. It, I don't. love those. You get so, that char, man. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's oh like, yeah, that burnt wood char. That, I like that. That's it's roasty. It's so interesting. See, Chuck and I are brand new to this game, and we're really, we're already starting to like different stuff. And it's not that one's better than the other, it's just we like different stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's truly what I just love so much about bourbon is that, you know, I have my rider dies and other people (laughs) have theirs, and it doesn't, like, there's just such variety within even bourbon or rye. It's just so cool. There's, I do genuinely think that if you, as long as, I get people often say they don't like bourbon. And I'm like, well, if you don't like alcohol, I can't help you. But if you don't mind the taste of alcohol, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with I that. can find you a bourbon or a rye whiskey that you yeah. probably will like. Yeah. You know, but if you don't like alcohol, then yeah, I can't do anything about that. Yeah. So, and that's what I think tonight we're showing is 
the variety, all our picks, all eight of these, there's such a variety and depth mm -hmm. of them mm -hmm. all. Yeah. So David, here's a question for you. Um, in the in the pappy world that everybody <laughs> raves about. Wants. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody <laughs> wants. Can't have. Suckers. <laughs> he, speaking of, uh, as a person who has some pappy. Wow. But generally speaking, neither can I. Uh, so there's people that will argue that like the 15 is the sweet spot mm -hmm. because the 20 or 23 are too oaky, yeah. right? Like Clay would probably actually not prefer That's, those older age statements. Maybe yeah. not. Clay you know, might would like prefer a 10 or, or a 12. 12. Yeah. Um, that, do you have a preference? Mm. Uh, have you actually gotten to try them all, essentially the whole line, and do you have a preference on which one you'd rather have if you were to be gifted a bottle of anything in the line? Yeah, I mean, I have had them all. I have purchased, I have not purchased a 20 or 23, I've never been lucky enough. The 15 I bought actually for the first time last year, I put that in our Christmas raffle last year, um, I've bought a lot of 10s and 12s and all those I, I don't keep, I just put on. We do, I guess I should have mentioned, we do a lot of charity raffles. Yeah. Um, that's the other big tenant of us is we raise a lot of money for charities. So we raffle off whiskey, um, like Clanjo's and all of else. but ours is if you win it, you just win the bottle outright, you have to buy it. Um, but for me, I, I, I like the 15, I like the 20. Surprisingly enough, the 23 I do think is maybe a bit too oaky for my taste. Um, I, I, if somebody were to say, David, I want to buy you a bottle of Pappy, what would you prefer? I'd probably say the 20, but the 15 I do enjoy. But again, if somebody said that I want to buy you a bottle of Pappy, I'd say, no, yes. no. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I would say <laughs> yes. Okay. But I'm not be like, you could also just buy me like eight other bottles of stuff I love 10 times more. There you go. Yeah, there yeah that's go. fair. You know, that's what that's the type of guy I am, though. I've had yeah, or say cool, and we'll we'll include it in the charity raffle, and we'll yeah. we'll help a charity raise tens of thousands of dollars rather than done that too. Me keep that bottle. No, I've had twelve and fifteen. The fifteen I've had is mm. yours. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the bottle that I have, and. I've had more of the 15 than I had than I've had the 12. So I I would say the 15 is is my favorite. Really good. Mm -hmm. I mean they're all they're not bad whiskey. Like some people are yeah. really bad. No, they're great at what they are, but they're great at the MSRP. It's not great at yeah. the gobs of ungodly money that they go for on the secondary market. Oh, that's when you're insane. like, no, you don't they're not worth that. Yeah, that's just so you can have it on your shelf and say that you yeah. have it. Uh, and then you can't even put it on your shelf and show it off that you have it because mm -hmm. uh, then someone will drink it and then you don't have it on your shelf anymore and <sighs> you know the trials and tribulations of owning bottles of happy I mean yeah. just what are you going to do yeah, I, I just keep mine in my storage unit. <laughs> what are you going to do <laughs> what did you say you keep yours where my storage unit there you go storage unit that's where that belongs. Where, where's that storage unit? There's about actually there's a few people that know where it is now. Undisclosed location. Storage unit. You have a storage unit of whiskey. <laughs> wow, that's pretty impressive. I have a the Bourbon Society has yeah. since 2015. <laughs> actually, I have my personal storage unit, and then I do have a storage unit that we keep a lot of whiskey in for the society. I will not say where it is because it's against the rules and Oh you like, should you, yeah, you, you should, should definitely not, not, not say <laughs> no, where that is. There's definitely several Don't thousand do dollars worth of be sober whiskey in there. Right? Yeah. And yeah, keep no. it secret, keep it safe. Yes. Exactly. Uh, we all want it to be <laughs> used. I heard that. We all want it to be used for charitable yeah. contributions yeah, and other things like that. Yeah. So uh, that's great. Yep. I hope so. Good. So what are we drinking now, David? Alright, so this one is different. I know they're all different, but I, I really try to bring some unique offerings for y'all tonight. This one's really cool. So, this is Old Soul. Uh, this is from the story, Cathead the Story out of Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, Cathead. Cathead Baca. Yeah, yeah, okay. Honey Suckle okay. Baca. Yeah. Corinna be popular. Honestly, like five years ago, that was. 
think one of the most popular vodkas on the market. Yeah. I don't really pay attention to vodka, but I know for Same. a while they were like printing money. Yeah, yeah, everybody I'm wanted sure they still are doing really well. Um, they got into the distilling whiskey game several years ago, but what we're drinking is not their distilled whiskey. So I know I've talked about it on air and I've talked about it before. There's a distillery called MGP. I mentioned earlier Seagram's Distillery out of um, Indiana. It actually, when Seagram's went under back in 1997, the distillery turned into the Miller Grain Produce Installation, MGPI. I can't remember what exactly the stand for, but MGP is a commercial distillery that sells whiskey all over the country and all over the world. So everything else we've had tonight, except for Whistle Pig, was distilled in-house at these distilleries. Old Soul is they bought MGP bourbon. Mm -hmm. So what's a little different though is like Surefield Spirits, they have MGP bourbon that they bought that's like four, five, six years old that they released immediately. Yeah. What Old Soul and Cathead did is they bought this as a white dog as completely unaged whiskey and then they aged it in Jackson for five years. So huh. think about Indiana versus Jackson on the latitude line. Yeah. And it's so much more humid, so much hotter down here that it ages very differently. So MGP now, it's very common. Smooth Ambler, Tumbling Dice, all these brands, Sagamore Spirits is another different rye MGP. Um, they're all very common, but this one is one of the few that's MGP bourbon, but it hasn't aged in Indiana. So it was aged entirely in Mississippi. And so I think that age makes it, you know, this is a five-year-old bourbon. I think it gives a lot more depth than most yeah. five-year bourbons. Um, I think that most, you know, bourbon needs to be at least four years to be called straight bourbon. I think most bourbons, need, for me personally, my preference is eight to 10 years. I think with this being aged so the first south, I think it gives it a lot of extra gravitas and interesting characteristics that you would not normally find. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're a distillery here in Louisiana, Mississippi, or where, like in, if you're in the, in the Gulf Coast, humidity is definitely going to play a factor in that. So like you have to have a, I would think, a temperature-controlled room to make sure those barrels are and where they Most of the distillers on don't do temperature control. Yeah. So Sugarfield and Cat, they don't. Yeah. I I believe that like Sugarfield keeps it to like ninety during the summer. Now which is, is not hard at all. And Cathead's about the same. Is that an advantage or disadvantage? It depends on what you think. Um so you're gonna produce different it, flavor notes, like hot flavor like, notes, yeah. So the basic with with whiskey. Um, when it's hot, the whiskey the barrels expand, yeah. the alcohol goes into the barrel, into the wood more. When it's cold, it shrinks and it and doesn't evaporate, it comes back into. So it just expands hot and cold. So when you have more days of summer and more days of heat, you, the argument is that it gets into the wood more and you get more flavor from the wood. So, okay. and, you, know, you know, they say whiskey is 90% wood, oak, 10% the actual distillate. When you're, you're aging it in somewhere that's south and the heat, I think you get even more of that wood nose then. The distillate itself doesn't even matter as much. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so, you know, like we're drinking five-year bourbon, but I don't think it tastes like five-year. I think it tastes much older. I think it's more interesting. Um, the palate's really complex. It's got some, very, I was about to say, it's got some levels to it. Very much The really so. complex. Cause you get, I, I got like cherry initially, like straight off, straight off the palate. I got cherry, but then it's, if you let it sit on your tongue for a minute, it goes all the way to smoky almost, yeah. and everything in between. It's yeah. really complex to me. So this was our first repeat barrel pick. Um, oh, okay. Cool. Nice. Up until okay, well this was the first one, and then we did one other one in 2021. Cause this one was the sleeper hit of 2020. <laughs> The, uh, nobody, I was like, all right guys, we're in an old soul barrel. We sampled it, a few of us. Every time we do a barrel pick, a few of us get to sample it. I'm like, this is the best barrel pick we might have done. Everyone's like, oh, I've never heard of old soul. I know cat had yeah, vodka. I've never heard of it either. I don't yeah. want to spend the $49.99 that it is. I was like, trust me now, you're gonna regret it. 
And so a lot of us bought a lot of extra bottles. Like, oh, you know, man. I had six. I know a lot of guys bought like four or five. Yeah. The hardcore members that trusted me, they all regretted it. So when the next <laughs> time we did one in 2021, it sold out within 10 hours. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, see, this is something I'd enjoy in a cocktail, in an old-fashioned. Oh, yeah. Great for old-fashioned, great for sipping. Well, that high rye. Um, yeah, and uh, no, I don't know if it's the bottle or if it's my actual tongue, but you get... <laughs> it's um, your late, actual tongue, man. Late in the finish, you get some cinnamon, and I think that's... I do enjoy that. I do enjoy this high rye corn combination. Yeah. Uh, really corny rye or really high rye corn or really high rye bourbon. I really like. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to like that a lot. So here's a question from someone who doesn't, like I said, doesn't really know a lot about whiskeys and bourbons. Is there a particular bourbon or whiskey that you've had, anyone here at the table, that you've had and it's like, this does not need to be in a cocktail. This needs to be neat, maybe one or two rocks. Like, this is too good to be mixed with anything. I'd say there's plenty of them. <sighs> I mean, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm of a. No. I, so, I, I say like, yes. As much as I love cocktails, I, no. I love just. I say, Just the purity of just having just bourbon or whiskey in a glass with maybe one or two rocks. And just drink there's that. there's some bourbons out there that like it's a like it's such a good bourbon yeah that you just man, don't want to taint it like obviously don't pour Coca Cola in it or something no hell no but no. like also also like an old fashioned like, like right don't like even that. add sugar and bitters yeah. to it like if you're if you're gonna be adding in my opinion, and I'm with David on this, if you're drinking an old-fashioned, add copious amounts of bitters yeah. and add enough simple syrup to your heart's desire, but like, you're, not making you're adding enough sugar and bitters to where you're masking the whiskey. Like, Can you make a really good old-fashioned with really good bourbon or rye? Sure. But like, like you wouldn't you, use pappies in an old fashioned. But do you need the best stuff on your uh, shelf? Yeah, for that? You? I have. No. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll take. You know, I, I don't. And again, I don't is know. that what you would do if you have it on your shelf right now? I oh, saw what I, I have though. I would say that right. some of my best bottles I have made old fashions with. Because yeah. I'm not kidding when I say I love old fashions. Sure. Yeah, like, I mean that is like the old. I mean that is the one thing that old fashions and Sazeracs. That's like that's my two go-to cocktails. I do like Sazeracs. You know, like for me the COVID. I don't know why I call it the COVID. The vid. Like, <laughs> like that for me really brought in my home bar and like my mixology in me yeah. to where like I have now I have like 30 different types of bitters and I have Let's see. You know, I used to like make my own with simple syrup, but then I found one, a good quality local syrup. Syrup de Saison, I love you. Alex, you're the best. Um, <laughs> love you, dude. You know, he makes a really good cane simple syrup that I, I feel like is such good quality that I don't need to make it anymore. Um, and like, I just, I, I really got into bourbon cocktails. And I got into all of them, but especially the old fashioned. So I took a lot of my really good bottles and I made old fashions with them. And you know what? We make a. You know, <laughs> you know what happens when you make an old fashioned with a really good bottle of whiskey? Uh, you yeah, make a really, really good old fashioned. <laughs> now, again, if you're new or some of that, then yeah, you probably want to keep your your pappies and your Buffalo yeah. Trace antiques and all that. But yeah. like, for me at this point, I just want to drink what I like. And you know what? This. You know these the seventeen year old. This is the whistle pig. Yeah. I did. I made a fuck ton of old fashions with these. Like say, a fuck yeah. ton. That whistle pig as a sazerac. Yeah. Would be so I, I just it just depends. You know. But I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely. I get. I definitely. You know, like I would recommend that. Unless you're willing. The problem is that when you get a rare bottle, something special, you don't want to let it go. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I have more whiskey mm, than. That's good. Point. I, I, for me, we're on different levels. My whiskey content, I don't have Pappies, I don't have any Buffalo Trace Antiques. Like, I have about that much left on my George T. Stag, and one of my members is a thing going with his mother-in-law, so I gave it to him the other day. Like, I just don't care anymore about that high-end stuff. If I'm getting a bottle, I'm putting it in a raffle to raise money. So for me, like, I, I, I just don't care, and I want to drink what I like, and I yeah. love fancy, bougie, Ridiculous cocktails. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I 
I have an answer that's uh, on the other side of Jay, and I think you know I'm coming. I'm really coming at bourbon from. I mean, I'll always. I think I'll always consider food more important than alcohol in my life. I'm a. I'm more food than alcohol, though. I'm loving this journey with bourbon. Yeah. Um, and I think that one of the exciting things about making a cocktail with a bourbon is that if and this goes back to the mixology thing you were talking about imagine like this Woodford double oaked it's so smoky and everything imagine if you can pull lighter flavors from the mixology right and then you complement all of those smoky flavors with all of yeah. those lighter flavors you pull and I think that that is proof that you can make a good drink with a good cocktail with any bourbon. I mean, if you try to match those flavors like that, I think that's sort of exciting to try to be able to do that right. I like that idea. Yeah. So, but if you fail at it with a with a high end whiskey, correct. Oh. That's the problem. That's the problem. There's that's a limited like, amount. I spent all this money on this bottle and I just screwed up There's everything. There's a limited amount. Yeah. That's the problem. Which, yes. To be the devil's advocate to that is, I say, make a cap on what you want to spend on a bottle. And that way you don't have to worry about it. So yeah. if you only Good spend point. 75 on a bottle, then if you do mess up and you spend, what, $4 on a yeah, cocktail? Yeah, it's not that bad, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You know? I, there's something to be said. I, 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 I'm not practicing what I preach because I have spent, God knows, a lot of money on whiskey. <laughs> a lot of money. Um, but you can spend, keep your cap at 75 even $100. You can find so much good whiskey out there that yeah. you don't need to spend two, three, four, seven hundred dollars. Sure. If you want to, feel free to, but I promise you there's so much good whiskey in the $75 range. Yeah, I've, but also, couldn't you be making your old fashions and Sazeracs and True. whatnot with the $40 to $50 bottles? Sure. See, my go-to's old fashioned is a $22 bottle. Right. Wild Turkey 101. Right. This oh. dude and his wild turkey. So, I love that. I love wild turkey 101. I've loved it for a long time. So like I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would say that sure. uh, a Knob Creek Rye or uh, about bullet something along those lines. I Bullet's think good. bullet's fine yeah. for cocktails. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. I. Th I. I think that. I mean. I've got plenty of stuff on the shelf here. Most of the stuff on my shelf here is probably more cocktailable than than you know even neat. So like. Generally speaking, yeah, pretty good stuff on our shelf. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a I one or two bottles. And then there's a whole other <laughs> shelf you don't know about. <laughs> All right, so I have some pretty decent stuff, but yeah, I want to see the shelf I haven't seen. But also, <laughs> sorry, it's after uh, the show. Also, good job. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, I heard about the shelf. At the time. I know. It's not, there's not. There's not much on the shelf that you haven't seen. It's just the stuff that I can't leave out. Because your drunk yeah, uncle yeah, will drink yeah, it yeah, all. Yeah, I'm about to say, tell the story of why that, why that's a thing. Oh. I heard the story, <laughs> which is funny. But again, the one time I was here with Jay, it was with Eric, and I heard the story. Oh, it's, it's great. Like, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, when he told me that, I was dying. Listeners. Christmas 2017, uh, right after this house was renovated and I had bought it from my father, uh, hosted Christmas dinner at this house. Uh, and... Uh, my uh, so my my extended family was here. My uncle Rush, I'll call him out by name, <laughs> yes, was here. And to to his credit, this is the same uncle that had bought me a shot of I believe it was a Pappy fifteen. It might have been a different number. Shit, it might have been that might have actually been the time that I had had a Pappy twenty or something that was on the top shelf at Oliver Twist at the time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was it was a hundred dollars a pour, and my and this is Ooh. this is the and I said a hundred, maybe it was one hundred twenty, maybe it was one hundred. I don't remember exactly what it was, and this was probably 2015, 2016, um, and same uncle. This was like during viewing party of me on Food Network Star days. Mm -hmm. This particular uncle was there. It might have been the release party for my wine because we did that at, ah, yeah. but that was all around the same time period. Anyway, Uncle Rush was there and bought us each a pour of Pappy at Oliver Twist and so like, you know, and to his credit, he had done that uh, a couple years earlier. So anyway, Christmas 2017 I've got this the kitchen with exposed shelves and like open shelving and all this stuff. And so I had a shelf that like 
had like my rarest of the rare and best of the best bottles on the top shelf. And so Uncle Russ just like is looking at this shelf and sees a bottle of Pappy 15 and just pulls it down and just like starts pouring himself a drink with it. And it's just like, holy <laughs> shit, man. Like, and not like a small pour. <laughs> no, just like helping himself. You know, it's Christmas. He's just helping himself to the, the display shelf of like... like I bought this bar. My, my pour Pappy before. I'm, I'm pouring mine. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so I had to... I like... I grabbed it. I mean, like, I let him do what he was doing because he's my uncle and <laughs> I mean, he's kind of earned it over the years. But then, like, I confiscated the bottle and went and hid it in my bedroom for the rest of the night. I don't know if any family and, member has earned that right. And, yeah. <laughs> and ever since then, I just haven't left it out in a public space because I, I, I don't know who's going to come over to my house and just decide. So that was. That was Christmas. Actually, a week before that was the first private dinner that I hosted at this house after the remodel. Ah. Uh, and it was for uh, uh, my good friends at Emergent Method. Nick Spire and them. Nick used to tailgate with me. And uh, Emergent Method, good consulting firm here in town. So this was also like Christmas 2017. And, uh, and that bottle of Pappy 15 was sitting on that same shelf. And so it's visible during a Christmas party that I'm getting paid a few thousand dollars to host for this company. You're showing it off. And it's like, hey, look well, it's, it's sitting yeah. there on the top shelf, not to be touched, but there's people that are paying good money to be there yeah. for this, you know, for their company's Christmas party. And so the wife of the, of the, of the owner of the company, like approaches me halfway through and she's like, Jay, like I see that bottle up there. Like how much would it cost to, like get a couple tasting pours of that because like he would freaking love that like i don't think he's ever had pappy 15 you know and I, you know of course i'm like oh you're spending three grand on a private dinner at my house for your company so like, another grand so <laughs> so i'm gonna so i so i'm gonna pour us four tastings and you know so like I don't, between that and and my uncle a week later at christmas like Eight shots got poured out of the eight like exaggeration, <laughs> but six shots got poured out of the bottle. Too many got poured out of that. It one. went from being full to half full, and I was like, "Uh, oh, let me just keep this hidden." Yeah, that's fair. That's my answer. And the and the thing with you is, Jay, like you don't come home after like a, a hard like a hard day's work, like you're doing stuff with government taco and handling all kind of other stuff, and then we do the radio show. You're not the guy coming home and be like, "I'm pouring myself a whiskey drink." Like that's Jay. This is one of the few times where Jay is drinking at home. Like, Jay rarely drinks. Half the time, he's bringing beers to the radio station yeah. for us to drink. Oh, there's so, not people here to drink with me, and then I don't drink at the house. Yeah. Unlike me, who will drink by myself at home all the time. So I cope, right? That's how you get yes. through the day. Yes. The night. <laughs> I drink with Chuck on the radio. Yeah. By the time I get home, and I mean, and, and then I then I do stuff after the radio show. Where Unless I'm, we go drink afterwards, I mean, a that, good bit. Yeah. I mean, that happens half the days of the week, and but when I'm when I don't, if I just come home and I'm by myself, I don't keep drinking. Yeah. All right, David. We're moving on. What are we drinking next? So this is um, this might be my favorite part. Back. Um, so Sagamore Spirits. <laughs> Sagamore. <laughs> The, That's the great. Hero is Sagamora. Um, so we were like coming with all these like weird, stupid names. Like, you know, there's, I, forget, I hate to say, like, there's a, a, a Native American Marvel superhero that was like mildly racist. Cause you like Marvel. Thunderbird? Like, really. It was a different one. It was like a really low key. I can't remember what it was. Hmm. It was, man, I, it was something that was like, guys, we can't use this. Cause it was like during like the. Yeah, there was definitely like some Marvel racism in the sixties. So we're trying just to like, a tad. <laughs> so we're like trying to come up with like a hero and everything we were coming up with was just like real shit. So I texted Matt, I'm like, alright, we're doing a sag of more spirits. I don't know what to do, man. Like these are the ones we gave out with. He's like, no, no, no. Like, thank God. And then not two minutes later he goes, What about Sagamora? And I'm like, Oh, that, that's that's a good. This is why I'm an accountant, and Matt Darden is the <laughs> marketing professional that kills it in the world today. So, um, so the Sagamore uh, that we had on Jay's show, finishing the tequila barrels, that got an honorable mention 
on best things I drank last week. That was really good. I'm not a big tequila guy, but the, the tequila notes that were coming through there were really nice. That makes me happy because I really do enjoy that tequila finish. Um, this one is it's MGP Rye, so it's also Ooh. the same distillery as the King Odin, um, but this is obviously rye. It's a blend of a 95.5 rye, which we mentioned on the show. 95.5 means it's 95% rye, 5% malt barley. And then the second mash bill is a more, I wish I remember off the top of my head, and I don't think it says on here. There might say on the back, but the sticker covers it. But it's like a, if I remember correctly, it's about a 65% rye, 25% corn, and a 5% barley. Something around there. So it's a blend of two different ryes. It gives it just a little bit more, it's going to be a little bit more corn forward that Clay would like. It's not quite as spicy. Um, definitely still plenty of rye spice though. Plenty of it on there. Yeah. And that's 110 proof, so it definitely, I mean, it, you'll, you feel on it for sure. Sagamore is MGP. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You know the age on that? It's a little, I mean. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's about six years old. Okay. Uh, it might even be. So it says age six, but actually, I think, again, so um, some of our barrel picks and barrel picks in general. They always have like standard age statements, so this says yeah. age six. It's because they don't want to have to go back to the um, TTB and get it approved. So this one actually is seven years old. Okay. Um, it's just so much easier to put a seven-year whiskey in a six-year-old bottle than yeah, paying sure. the money and the fine and the fees to get a label approved that says seven years. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we saw that a lot to go back to my Bourbon Geek days. Um, we saw that all the time in like the 60s, 70s, and the 80s. Um, so when we did like the light whiskeys and all that to try and counteract the, uh, the vodka craze, they were just putting out so much bourbon because they had such huge gluts of it. So like a, a five year, the this, this early times that Clay brought. Um, doesn't have an age statement, but I it does say like it does say straight. It does say straight. Yeah. So, so like, you know it's going to be if it says straight and there's no age, oh, it says, it says at least years. four years on this there. This says whiskey is four years old. Yeah. All right, so this came out in the 60s. Yeah. Um, I would bet my next paycheck that this is more than four years old because there's such a glut of whiskey that they were putting out oh, yeah. eight year whiskey in four year because they didn't know what else to do. They yeah. genuinely had, they had no idea how to sell the whiskey. So they were putting out quality quality whiskey at lower price points because they're like we got to make some money yeah so they did that and then the other thing they did was the decanters which if you've seen them i got a couple of my car here grab if you want like surprising enough they put all <laughs> these like decanters as a way to like try and make it really like a collector's item yes yeah yeah so they were just doing whatever they could to keep afloat back then yeah which is crazy because when you look at it today, like you, you can't, you can't sell enough whiskey. Like there's yeah. just there's just so much demand. Yeah, they should have just kept sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> so this Sagamore has something that I've come to like too. Okay. In the finish, I love get... how Clay closes his eyes when he's talking. Mm -hmm. about it. it's, 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 it's like he's really feeling it. Like he's just like, oh. <laughs> You get this super really clean finish where every all of the flavors that you had in like the initial finish kind of go out of the just go out of the picture pretty quickly and you end up wanting more of whatever you just drank. And I, I initially thought that that was just high proof whiskey in general, but I'm kind of learning that that's not necessarily the case. And I think and that's what I'm liking when I, when if you give it like 30 seconds, you go, man, I really want another sip of that. That's what I'm really liking lately, and it, if you give this 30 seconds after the after the palate, you really want another. I really want another set. I get, and I like that. I get some cinnamon on this. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. It's a very cinnamony rye. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna transform me pretty quickly to rye because this dude. The, come this, to the rye. The, the, come the, come the to the red, dark side. side. Yeah. The red. We have cookies. the red cinnamon. <laughs> The red cinnamon, like the red cinnamon candy finish, and I like these high corn rise. I mean, you said this one might be it has, it has a good bit of that. Yeah. It's a blend, but it has a good bit of that. 
and I'm really liking that big cinnamon candy finish, which you no, get from the yeah. side. This is good. I'm this really is really, really this. good. Yeah. One ride to rule them all. <laughs> One ride to bind them. <laughs> May the 4th is going to be the best May the 4th ever. Oh, uh, look. I'm gonna have to. I can like dress up in at least a helmet, right? That's, he's yeah. he's got a Jedi time. robe. Bring your Jedi. If you got a Jedi, you don't make Jedi robes of my size. All right, I got one. Yeah, you, Jay, we're different sizes. <laughs> we're Fair. pretty close, but like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I got. I'll bring my Boba Fett helmet. Oh, you got a Boba yes. Fett helmet? I do. All right, uh, that'll work. I need to borrow T Bob's or something. Dude. So there's actually one. Z-Bob on the show. There's yes. a guy um, that makes them. He three prints them. And I was, yeah, I, dude. That you saw them right because T-Bob shared it. Yeah, the the, the LSU T-Bob. one. Yeah, he sent it. T-Bob one. Yeah, I've I've literally messaged him like, dude, when you want to sell them for the public, you let me know, dude. Whatever it costs, I don't care. There's a bunch of people on TikTok who are 3D printing those helmets and selling them. Yeah, they I have just, like Etsy stores and stuff. Yeah, you like, can buy. I want a LSU purple and gold one. I don't even go to football games anymore. Like Dude, it's too much of a hassle. We've got, a, we've, we've got a we've got a small. <laughs> we have another podcast. It's true. <laughs> we have a small 3D printer. We have a small 3D printer at work, and I'm just like, like you can you can buy. There's a guy I follow on TikTok. You can go and buy like a standard size 3D printer for like 160 bucks, and you can print a Mandalorian helmet. But then, like after you print it, then it's like all the. Painting and all yeah, that stuff to make have, it look that I'm cool. I'm not talented enough to do that. No, I'd me either. That guy yeah, I'll, yeah. To do that I'll pay a guy 200 bucks. Like, give me that Mandalorian yeah. helmet. Done. 100%. Yeah. I do wonder if it's just the MGP I like. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> back to bourbon. It is. MGP Rye might be the best Rye on the planet. I mean, it's really good. Uh, so, it's really, really good. They know what they're doing. They yeah. do. They know they know where to buy the Rye from. They know how to get the best out of it. They know what yeast strains to use. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for the centuries, practically. We had, um, Decades. so... We didn't do, we're supposed to do a Louisiana Bourbon Fest. I am praying, I'm not praying, I'm either doing it this year or it's not, not happening. Yeah, or I mean yeah, that. Like, it's I've happening. been planning this for three years now. Louisiana Bourbon Festival, two years we've had to cancel because of COVID. November 12, 2022, it's happening or I give up and it's never happening under me. Um, but, so we had to postpone it last August when Delta was like, yeah, So it was yeah. supposed to be in October. Delta had the highest infection rate you've ever seen in Louisiana. So we made a really crappy decision because I had. He means Ida, but that's okay. He's he's next to a climatologist, so. What are you talking about? Yeah, I think he's talking about COVID. COVID. Not hurricanes. Delta. The oh, Delta variants. You just sit well, back over there and drink your whiskey, sir. <laughs> Jeez. Where's bottle number eight? Somebody can't keep their whiskey. Wow. But so we couldn't do it. We could not do it. we decided we had to postpone the Louisiana Bourbon Fest one more year. But we just sort of like a really cool virtual event. Yeah. We had a it was a three hour event. I had to still have some of the, my favorite distilleries in the world on the Zoom meet. And the first one was Greg Metz. Who actually is the master still of Old Elk? Oh, all right. Oh, but nice. before that, he spent 38 years of his career at MGP. Wow. So I had an hour long interview with him where it was, it was like me asking questions and then, like, yeah. you know, people asking other questions. And we, I was the host. And I was, at one point, I, I hate to say, like, I fangirled because I was just like, <laughs> go ahead and say it. It's fine. I did. It's I was fine. just like, Mr. Metz. I just, I'm, I'm just curious, like, how do you feel being known as, like, the Godfather Rye? And he was like, well, I'm the Godfather Rye? I'm like, 100%, you brought about this Rye yeah. Renaissance. You definitely is, are. <laughs> which is, I haven't mentioned either, there's the Burr Renaissance, which is great. You know, we've had, um, years 2000, 2010, you had about 90 to 100% growth every year, and then after that, it's been about 20%. Yeah. Rye, though? You're talking four, five hundred percent growth every year. Wow. Okay. Since 2000. Wow. Because Rye was such a weird spirit that nobody did anything with. Yeah. And now that the man's so high. <laughs> so, and Greg Metz is the reason why, because almost everyone does MGP Rye. Um, Sugarfield, Sagamore, Tumbling Dice, they all do the Rye. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I, I just, I fangirled. I was like, Greg, you're my hero. And he brought it out. <laughs> Some of the best rye whiskey on the planet. So you think you're going to be doing it live this year? We are doing it live this year. I am. Um, I'm I, doing it. Or I'd love to come live. podcast for that. Please, that'd be um, awesome. I, I know 
I might have other people on the table helping out a little bit. You'll be there as well. Yeah, Let's do it. we could just bring people in and out, like yeah. whoever you want to to come on. Like that'd be great. Yeah, I will. I, I'm really excited about that. It's going to be Renaissance <laughs> Hotel, November 12, 2022, okay. uh, which is this year. Obviously, I keep on saying it. I think it was last year, but yeah. Yeah. November 12th, it's going to it's the Arkansas away game, so you know it's Arkansas. It's, it's Arkansas. Really, that's big of a deal. At least it's an away the, game. At oh, least it's an away. Who game. knows what this team's going to look like this year? You like can't, you have to do an away game. I, I get plan a festival in Louisiana. Yeah, no, it's got to be a away game. I get Miles yeah. Brennan two games before he gets hit and hurt, and he's out for the rest of the fucking season, Dude. and then we got somebody else coming in. Like Don't say that. he's like Mr. Glass. The dude is like Mr. Glass. I mean, wow. I I hate to say it. I want him to be successful, but like, like, think about, like, think about this dude. First, I've heard he's a bad tipper. (laughs) I'm not going to say where I heard that from. I've heard he's a bad tipper. (laughs) Y'all want to see the laughs in this room right now. Second, this dude had left LSU, like I know, I'm not like I have no future here. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to trip. Yeah, but then he got engaged to a girl who lives here. But no, he he nobody fucking went after him in the transfer portal. So like, so like, here's another like Max Johnson's gone. Like, oh wait, maybe I can get back into the fold and like be the starting quarterback. There's a new coach. I give that dude two games. If we if Brennan's restaurant family, you'd think he would know how to tell. Take. You're from the Brennan's restaurant family. Yeah. So, can we can we elaborate on this bad tipping? Can we spill the beans? Yeah. I mean, he bought a Bud Light at Government Taco and he didn't tip. That's it. Oh! <laughs> no starts. That's, no starts. That's yeah. disappointing. Yeah. I mean, his drink choice was poor. <laughs> yeah. First off, he bought a Bud Light. So. And Dude, then, all that really sorry, we've zero. never we've never carried Bud Light ever. So obviously that would be like a smell of brisket wafting. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, yes. we've never carried Bud Light. So you got like a Corona. So it was a something. Michelob Ultra. Yeah, Michelob Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the night, after like yeah. everything else. Oh, I have like, consumed a every, lot of Michelob. Look, you gotta hydrate. Just like yeah. I mean, maybe it wasn't <laughs> yeah. right. I don't know. Well, not, it doesn't good, really matter. Not at a good restaurant. He bought yeah, uh, He bought a generic beer. There we go. And he and he, and he, then he then he tipped zero. He could tip the. How much? How much is this That's generic like, beer at your restaurant? Four dollars. Yeah. Oh, you, so tip a buck. Tip a buck. You give a five. And you let it go. Yeah. Yeah. This I, is a different podcast. I think he yeah. paid. <laughs> I know. I know. This he, is like a Seinfeld podcast, He paid a $10. He yeah. paid with a credit card and he wrote zero. Like, it's even worse than effort. Yeah. He had to be in the effort. He had to. Do a do a zero. Oh, you got you should have kept that receipt. You should have kept that receipt. Put it in a frame. I can't do that. <laughs> no, you you actually could do that. He you still could. He probably has the record yeah. of it. He's so, coming back. Just fucking put it up there. So the, the thing, mean, probably, the thing I love and the digitally exists somewhere. Yeah. All right. You know, whenever you decided to come back, you saw like the gif he played on Twitter. Yeah. That come on, that's pretty fucking hilarious. The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, uh, back! I'm not leaving, bitches. That's fine. All right, whatever. So, all right. Now, did you that. see the walk-ons commercial we did like last week? No, oh, I did not God. see that. Uh, you want us to talk that. about walk-ons? Oh, like, that's cringy. Though. It was so uh, bad. So wait, did they? Because I know there's a there's a car dealership that has signed him. Well, yeah, they just gave us. Does walk-ons have an NIL deal with them? Yeah, surely. Yeah, Probably. walk-ons and Canes uh, were the first to announce. Gross. So they both gave him one like they won. Um, but no, I've never he, wanted someone to not succeed as much as I want. Yeah, you, there's a lot of want here at this table it's right like, now. Uh, I mean, it's, you just got it. Like, once we're done, get on TikTok or Twitter, just watch yes. the video. Oh, I've seen and it. Then, yeah. Well, after this, we're going to continue our Marvel discussion. It's it's fucking terrible. Who will look it up? Like, why are you spending, like, I'm sure they had to pay him, like, what, 10, 20 grand? Dude, Too much. Do this video. and then Maybe just, not. Yeah. Maybe not, dude. What's the going rate? I I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I gotta assume it's it's some money. Like I would hey, I, Yeah, I mean it's gotta be worth his, worth his time. If you can't get like sure. twenty million for this shit video, then no one can get anything. That's the problem. <laughs> and I want like bash of these players Clay's looking it up right now. to make a little bit of money and make their career a little bit easier. Yeah. And I saw Bash was on our boy Anthony Rodato's uh podcast. 
recently posted a little nice. Instagram video about that. Dude, I love Besh. I, I, mean, I feel like he's... Sorry, I, I know we're getting on football, but there's a few players that I genuinely think are like the, the beaming stars of LSU football. Besh is the guy. Besh is the guy. He's our... He's our best player. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, we are ending. We are ending our whiskey podcast with a rum. We are ending it with a rum. So let's talk about this rum, David. So this is this is a crazy story. Um, the guys, the brand, it's a non-distillery producer. Really. Haven't talked about that yet. Non-distillery producer Sagamore Spirits and Odin, the Old Soul, would be considered that. And a small degree because they did not make this whiskey themselves, or this is a rum. Okay. They sourced it from somebody else. So producing instead of distilling, non-distillery producer. Um, that's what Phenomenal Spirits is. They did a rye whiskey that they tried to push on us, and I was like, I've had it. It's pretty good. I was like, last year we were really rye heavy. I don't want to do rye. And then the owner was like, well, have you had my rum yet? And I was like, I have not had your rum. So he sent me the sample. This is a 10-year cash-strength rum. It's a blend of Panaman, Guatemalan, and one other country. Three-blend rum. Um, and so instead of it being a barrel, it's a selection. It's about 1,000 bottles. They, they blended together a few barrels of each, and so it's about 1,000 bottles, and my group bought about a fifth of that. Okay. What do you think? Well, I haven't tried it yet, but I have a question. So, yes. Correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. Anybody at the table? It, for a distillery to produce a whiskey, it has to it has to have been aged for two years to be a whiskey. It can be aged for two minutes to be a whiskey. To be straight bourbon, that's whiskey. It's never be, seen a barrel. Yeah, it has wow, to okay. be that clear bottle. Okay. Yeah. So to be straight bourbon, it has to be at least two years. Okay. But as with a if it's um, if it's two years, it has to have an age statement though. So if it's a two and a half year bourbon, straight bourbon, it has to say two and a half. After the four year mark, you're gonna say straight bourbon, and you know that's at least four years old. Okay. So for rum, there are no regulations. Sugar okay. cane. There's sugar cane. Okay. Sugar cane, and there's not a single regulation. You can do whatever the hell you want. Okay. Now these guys are doing things a little bit differently. They are very open about where they get their rum from, what it's aged in. They're all Asian ex bourbon casks, um, and I, I just, I personally think this is some of the best rum I've ever had. Especially stuff that's aged. I mean, it's ten years cast strength. Whoa. The finish is right. fantastic. I'll give it that. It's sixty point five percent alcohol by volume. Am I am I wrong to say it's kind of buttery? Hundred twenty proof. Mm -hmm. Buttery is good. Yeah. Uh, because I also get, and this is kind of interesting that it goes together this way. But in the middle of the palate, I get kind of grassy, which you're going to get in rum mm -hmm. because sugar cane really is essentially a grass. Yeah. Um, but but you get that like I. I was imagining it was just going to be like straight sweet, mm -hmm. and it's actually earthy. Me too. It's yeah. earthier than I thought it was going to be. The finish is super sweet. The yes. finish, is, I would agree with that. The finish is sweet, barely vanilla-y, oaky a little bit. A little bit. Rum yeah. sweetness. The middle of it is yes. way grassier, earthier, True. and then I would, like that butteriness, like I threw leather on the palate too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I threw leather on the palate too. I mean, like I would call it earthiness, and then it's complex. Earthy, earthy, yeah. Like, earthy and again, mouthfeel is that butteriness. It's it's okay. Kind of like a Chardonnay can get that way. Uh, it's got that uh, kind of rounded mouthfeel. It coats your palate in that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love the sticker, it's the Ghost oh, Rum Runner. That's Ghost great. Rider. Nice. Um, Red Six just killed it. Um, this is the first, and it's not going to be the only bottle of rum we do, but it's going to be one of the only. That's really rum. good. It's just different. It was not something we imagined, planned on doing, but I mean, we, we, we sent us the sample. It was 200 mils, and I split it amongst about 10 people, and we all had, so we all had the tiniest of raw, like, no. This we need more of it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we did it, and I love it. And that I mean, you know, it's something fun, like you said. Yeah, it is fun. And you know, one of the fun things about it for me as a new bourbon guy is to taste that and go, 
Yeah, I I prefer bourbon a little bit over rum. Yeah. Or in this case. But the bourbonness of that rum, right? The long longevity in barrels and stuff like that. The connection is really cool and you yeah. get all those complexities and all that stuff. And you still get the sweet rum finish. I mean I love rum yeah, it's for nice. different reasons, but uh, to yeah, this to kind of go. Roof. Yeah, yeah, There's a lot of burn on yeah, it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love Big it. I like that. Yeah, you I like can make a bananas foster with that. Ooh. I do like that as far as well. oh, oh, great <laughs> idea. See, there you go. That's that is the whole <laughs> cocktail thing, right? Yeah. To 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 take this product and make it pop as much as you could, that's where I get the whole cocktail mixology thing. And to say that that would be great in Bananas Foster is where that mixology He's right, he nailed it. I love that, that's genius, yes, absolutely. It's the genius of Jay to Cody. incredible in Bananas Foster. Oh, yeah. Expect nothing less. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I wouldn't really want to waste it in Bananas Foster. No, I would totally want to waste that. I would totally I go back to my original question about like what would you like how much did they sell it for so this one I think was about $63.99 oh man come on yes like that on fire I mean mean, for you Clay sure If you come in government taco want a bananas foster, he'd make it. No, no, like at my house for like four people, like uh, you know, a smidge. I mean, sure. we for us. Yeah, for, not at the bar. Right now, we have yes. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> but right, like for a restaurant to do that on scale, yeah, like you can't a buy cases of that. No, no. true. No, no, that's different. You know, like yeah, that, all we're yeah. talking about here sure. probably is just doing it at your house. Like, sure. our, yeah, yeah. So, if you got a bottle of this at the house, light it on fire, whatever. No. In case you're wondering, and <laughs> podcast listeners, this is the only barrel pick that we actually saw available because uh, we actually, I, I remember correctly, again, like, it's been a year, I've done so much since then, I've been drinking, but <laughs> sold 200 for the society, and they ended up buying 250 or so, or 300 for Hocus Pocus, so there are, I know there's just a few left. Looking at their website right now, it looks like we have a few left in stock. And how, so, much, how much are those going for? So, as I, was, I was wrong, it's 75 at the store, but if you're a member, you get it for 68 because we get a 10% percent nice. discount on all okay. barrel picks. So, again, it's different. It's, um, I mean, it's and you can buy that through the website. You can buy it on the website. If you're a member, if you're a member, go to the store, that way you get your discount. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just something different that we did. Actually, this year we uh, we picked it last week. We're doing an Irish whiskey. Yes, or nice. St. Patty's. Nice. Um, Jameson? No. Okay. Dude, Jameson's <laughs> in shortage right now. If you're always really talking about this, yeah. Wine, no yeah. Any Irish whiskey? Yeah. Dude, a, it's all. I heard somebody talking about it the other day. Like all Irish whiskey is just like. Oh, it's crazy. You, you know what you your can get juice it. is though? Is it coming out of Middleton? Is it coming out of Dino? I don't know. It's a okay. source. Irish whiskey, the brand's fighting 69th. It's mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's four to six year old, mainly sherry cask, finished for 28 bucks for our members, and we're getting 150 bottles of it. It's freaking delicious. Jay, are we going to Ireland this summer? What it has not gone on sale yet? No, it'll be released. I got you covered. Okay, um, got you both covered. Ah, um, nice. Yeah, it'll, good luck, Clay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have a few. Are we going to remember? I mean, whenever you send the email, I'll probably. Are we going yeah. to Ireland this summer? Like, we, are we doing that? I, uh, Damn it. I mean, we should. We should. We should. We obviously I mean, should. I mean, I mean, anyone the, should go to Ireland is this guy. I mean, look. Yeah, for real. David, David are we going to Ireland thing. this summer? <laughs> if David's been on a trip, then, you know. Dude, I mean, I got to pass the CPA exam. But if I get it, we're down. But we'll see. Like, literally. Yeah, that's small potatoes. Future my potatoes, small potatoes is good. David, thank you for bringing all of this amazing whiskey and that rum. Really, really good. Let's uh, remind our listeners once again where they can uh, sign up to be a member of the Bourbon Society of Baton Rouge. Website, it's bourbonbr.com. And if you forget, just Google Baton Rouge and bourbon, and we are the first thing to pop up. It's super easy to find us. Facebook is uh, Bourbon Society BR. Honestly, I don't remember my Instagram. I think it's just <laughs> Bourbon Society BR as well. But okay. Google us. Yeah, just find all the information. It's super easy. There you go. Um, yeah, that. We got the Louisiana Bourbon Festival this fall. I mean, really, we just have a ton of fun events. We got a ball yeah. share in a few weeks. 
We got a crawfish boil in April. Another um, first, we got another smoke off. Y'all were the judges last time. We'll pick a date that y'all can be a judge. We'll do another one of those. Hell yeah. You know, we just like to do a lot of fun things. So Sweet. Awesome. Everybody go sign up for the Bourbon Society Batteries. If you're missing out, if you haven't signed up yet, yeah. trust me, so much, so many great deals on, on barrel-aged, on in barrel picks that they get. And then to help out all the charities and stuff that they do, please go sign up for the Bourbon Society Batteries. Amen. Jay, thank you for hosting the podcast. And, uh, hey, my pleasure. I, we didn't even have to drink anything off my shelf, so. <laughs> yes. <Not> yes. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the after show. show. 15 somewhere in the house. That's the after <laughs> show. Yeah. I'm going to just keep that's this thing. Fair. I'm going to keep this in recording. We're just going to keep drinking and, and talking about Marvel. And David and brought a lot that. of bottles. Clay brought food that we're about to eat. Yeah. We're about Ooh, to eat on the podcast. So. That's, yeah, I definitely. I should have eaten before though. Anyway. Yeah. Clay, thank you for coming and bringing food. We're about to eat some jambalaya and some white beans. I'm Cheers. That's, about right. That. That's right. Thank you, sir. Also, a big thank you to our sponsors PreSonus Audio Electronics, Pelican Craft Brands, Cafecito Coffee Roasters, Athlon Insurance, uh, Government Taco, Hops and Hollows. Remember, if you if you get your glassware at hopsandhollows.com, if you mention uh, in the promo code ABV, you get 10% off your order. So remember that when you get your, glass, your glassware from the uh, hops and hollows.com. Until next time, I am Chuck P. Cheers.